Welcome in to the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. Hey, hey, welcome to the Get Your Happy On Hour. I'm your host, Ricky C. Simmons on 93.7 The Ticket. You know, I was sitting there thinking, man, uh, this is the first day we got a little snow, so I'm kind of in shock right now. But you know what? I've been here long enough that I understand that. Again, I just want to welcome everybody to the show, man, and I appreciate people that are taking time out of their busy day to tune in and check out the show. I got a really good show set up tonight, and before I get into my guests, I want to make a statement about something that that we get that gets overlooked, and that is good people. You know, good people get overlooked. So if you're a good person and you don't get the credit you think you deserve, just understand that's part of the deal. But don't quit being a good person. Good people are hard to find, and when you find some, you keep them. And the reason why I'm talking about good people is because my guest tonight, I told y'all I handpicked my guest. Y'all know that, right? And this is uh, another handpicked guest. And, man, I'm, I'm just excited to hear and learn more about him. I know a little bit, but we're going to know a whole lot more by the time this show's over. My guest tonight is Matt Warner. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing pretty, pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. This dude right <laughs> here, man, you talk about humble. I love it because humility is very important. You know, Matt, I want to start off by asking you the question that everybody wants to know. And we'll get into all the other stuff later, but I just want to know, man, where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up, um, actually, I was born in Chicago. Okay. And uh, my mom swiftly in the middle of one night, decided that she wanted to go to California. So went to California, ended up in Nebraska, adopted uh, in Nebraska. My mom married a farmer there, and he ended up uh, adopting me. So I grew up on a soybean, corn, cattle, hogs, animals-type gotcha. farm north of Waverly, about five miles. Okay. Went to high school at Waverly. Waverly High School? Yeah, married my high school sweetheart. and Three kids. Uh, which two are now in the business empire. Well, okay. Okay. Which is exciting. Uh, we all, we you want to surround yourself with friends and family, right? Correct. So uh, for me, this is a, gr- a dream come true to, um, <clears throat> I always thought I was going to be a farmer, but I own a fence company now in Nebraska and or North in Waverly there. And um, now I got two of my kids working in, in the business. And Well, let well, me, let me ask you this question. You, uh, before you got, to where you are, uh, kind of share with us, like, after high school, what'd you do? Well, it's kind of a loaded question. I know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'm going to be straight up with you. I, I, I tried to go to college and uh, just figured out one day, I was sitting in the middle of a class and I just got up and walked out and decided that wasn't the place for me so i went went and farmed and then started my own trucking business uh while i was farming and quickly learned that um i wanted to be a millionaire that's i wanted to prove everybody i could make money and i was totally driven by money and by 29 i ran that sucker right into the ground right <laughs> 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 crashed, they crashed and burned, and burned. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
What kind of company? The trucking company, that's basically what went under? Yeah, it, it went completely under bankruptcy and huge humiliation. And, um, you know, I've, I've been through a lot with, with uh, my mom. My mom uh, was in and out of uh, jail, and <clears throat> my childhood was kind of a little bit radical, very blessed. I have greatest set of grandparents, and uh, Randy, my adopted dad, he, loved on me and just just like a regular son but nonetheless had, had a, a bunch of up and downs anyhow what i what i was trying to get to is that bankruptcy was almost worse than anything in my childhood just because i did it to myself and then right, i had to, right. i had to figure out how to recognize that that's me that did that i i made that mistake you I, know right there i mean that's a good point a lot of times when people make bad choices and i'm the king of bad choices <laughs> to understand that that finger needs to be pointed at yourself yeah. versus it's everybody else's fault. It, it, it really is the hardest part. And, and, and I, so, you know, in our company, I, I tell our guys all the time, listen, the situation you're in is because of you, uh, Correct. you, you control that. And it's the only thing you can control. I, I can't control what you do, Ricky. I, I can't control what Ben is this Ben. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. I have a son, Ben, so that was easy for me to remember. <laughs> but I can't, I can't control what you guys can do. I can try to influence you. I can try to inspire you. I can right. try to love on you. I can try to uh, give you advice. But ultimately, I can only control this guy. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this. Yes, okay, sir. after you went bankrupt, mm. what was your next move? Well, I went and got a job. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, matter of fact, I, I a huge shout out to a big sponsor here of the ticket, uh, Gain of Trucking and Excavating, and um, Craig Gaina, Lori Gaina, they, they, I called them up on a, on a, on a whim on a Sunday night at, I don't know, probably nine, 10 o'clock at night. It was late. And I said, Hey, you got a spot for a, a farm kid. And he said, be at the office at five 30 tomorrow morning. And, wow. um, and, uh, so I went to work uh, and I went through, uh, holy cow, a bunch of jobs. <laughs> I was matter of fact, it was kind of the standing joke. Hey Matt, what are you doing now? <laughs> 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 say, say whatever whatever comes your way i'll do it it was it was kind of crazy but ultimately um i ended up working for landscapes unlimited uh here a golf course company here in town that mr kubley owns and and that was a huge education uh my friend jeff cordis took a huge chance on me i didn't really know what the heck i was doing um but but along that the way i learned how to do uh netting and fencing and then i got a job with the fencing company and in 2009 i started empire and wow. it was scary because uh i i just knew i was going to fail well uh to start empire if i remember correctly there was a gentleman that i had the pleasure of meeting yeah ken uh, jones yeah okay so, so this is a crazy story so so one of <laughs> he's actually my, what, our largest pole supplier and ken's from california and I was working for a fence company and, and doing some stuff. And I, I was doing some netting jobs. And he, he called me up and he said, Matt, you got you to gotta do this on your own. You got the passion. You got the grit. You got the drive. You don't give up very easy. And, and you just work hard. It's really the only gift I have is, is the ability to just show up and work. Uh, I've always said I'm not the brightest bulb in the chandelier. And I'm not the, <laughs> I'm not the, 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 the best reader and, and i struggle with all that but but i'll tell you what i'll, I'll work you in the ground <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> the work ethic is there yeah yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, you know, you 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 talked of one time. I heard in your story, and I know you don't like to talk about your story, but you talked about your speed and how fast you were and how you yeah. could just run. That was your gift, right? Yes. You could just run. Yeah. You are we going to race sometime? Oh me, no, you? no, no, no! So you see done? me running now, Matt. You, you better run because there's a tragedy happening somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So my only only real gift i had was the ability to to just work really hard and show up and, and grind it out and i spent a lot of time sleeping in, in vehicles and trying to to do it and we we've grown the business uh, quite well now um you've been out to our facilities Absolutely. we got a really beautiful campus yes and, you do and we we, we kind of lay low and, and just kind of do our thing um and we we do service the lincoln and omaha and uh, areas and we we go down to beatrice and we so we, we we do a lot of work here, but what what a little bit of our secret is is we also go to all the other states. So uh, uh, I'll brag a little bit on Empire if you don't oh, mind. Oh, go right ahead. I, I mean, I want you to. <laughs> so Empire has done a job all the way far as east as Puerto Rico. Wow. As far as west as Hawaii. Wow. As far as south as Lima, Peru, South America. As far north as Fargo, North Dakota. So, and we've worked in every single state other than alaska it's the only one we're missing wow uh, it, I, I might even take a cut just just to go just so i can <laughs> check mark that, that one off the list but but to brag a little bit about it it's it's really nothing more than just loving on our people and we have we have we have the most amazing people and ricky you you came out and you you saw what we have with with our people and, and the people that that we've chosen to surround ourselves with and they're amazing. Well, you know, one thing I, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me come out and speak. That was, oh, we loved it. That, that was really, really big for me. But you know what I got from that was I got a chance to actually spend time with some of your employees. Yeah. And then that, I got invited back for that Monday. Well, that, you know, that was a requirement. And, and I so was okay I, with that. I, yes, you did. Yeah, I was okay with that. And I was there early. Yeah, you were. Because I, that's, what, that's when I met your friend from California. Yes, sir. But, you know, what I like about it is, and I want you to share this with them because you can do a better job explaining it than I can, but that uh, that Monday morning thing that you guys do. Yeah, so Monday Monday morning meetings is our is the secret to our success. And, and, it, and, you know, there's anybody out there that's listening or listens to the show, being around your people and understanding the 80-20 rule and understanding your position as the founder of the company. And, and, and it's, a, it's a very, very serious um, job that I, that I, that I handle, that I, that I take, that it's my job to make sure our people understand that we're going to love on them. We're going to hold them accountable. Uh, but my way to spend some time with the 80% of the company is on Monday mornings. And it starts at 7 a.m. And it's very important that we're there on time. It's the one day of the week I tell everybody that you have to be on time. Because Monday truly is the greatest day of the week. It's the start of the week. It's the time to get excited. It's the time to look and say, I got all week long to, to kick butt and take name. I, I, I love, love, love Mondays. It's the end of the week to me that depresses me because then you look in that rear view mirror right. and you say, oh man, we didn't get this done. We didn't get this done. We didn't get this done. Um, but you have to always remember that that rear view mirror is really small. So don't spend a lot of time looking at right. it. Look in that great big windshield out in front of you. There you go. And then keep moving forward. So when Monday comes, uh, we get ready for battle. 
and we do it by we start in a circle. Yes, and it's a it's a ginormous circle. So we have a I think a hundred and I I don't know how many people we have. We're over a hundred. <laughs> well, uh, I know one thing about that hundred in that circle, that hundred plus, is you go around to each individual and and you dap them up. Absolutely. So. So I've done I've done a lot of research on on the touch right here. You know this this yeah. little fist pound touch. That's that's a connection, and I really truly believe that God God designed us for that feeling of that touch for us to to impact each other with a little bit of that touch. And I always say I'm not a hugger. I, right. you, I probably won't give you a hug. I'll give you a kind of a side hug a little bit, but uh, I'm not a hugger. You're a fist bump guy. Yeah, I'm a fist bump guy. Uh, so I go around every single morning and I fist bump every single one of them. And I invite some other people to do it too, because I want right. them to know that we had, we had you there as a special guest. We sometimes Scott or Jamie or other people will do this fist bump, but it's important for me to go around and say good morning to every single person at that meeting. And I've truly, I truly look at it as an opportunity to say, Hey, I'm not, I might not see you all week long, yeah, but right now I'm giving you this, this time right here with me. We're going to, we're going to spend, this first 30 minutes of the week. Um, and it's also important that we're in a circle because the Knights of the round table always met in a circle to show equality and we're getting ready to go to battle and construction's tough. I'm going to tell you, and it's a dying industry. Um, anybody out there that, that is getting into construction right now, you're in the minority. Most people aren't getting into construction. And I, I can't remember the stat, but, but like out of every, um, 10 people that leave, only three people get into the construction. So every 10 people that retire, only three more people are getting back into construction. Right. right. So it's tough and, uh, and we need it. We need good construction. We need trades. We need people that can figure out how to read a tape measure and run saws and dig holes and run equipment. So I want to embrace all those guys every Monday in this Knights of the round table style meeting, Right. Uh, which re remember re re Ricky, when I started this, there was maybe 15 of us. <laughs> so Circle, so smaller, we, huh? we could have fit in the mill out here. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't fit in there no more. No, no. It is it is a big meeting, and it's uh, it's time. So we do a life skill, a leadership skill, and a safety topic. Mm -hmm. uh, safety Tommy delivers the safety topic, and it can be anything from hydration to climbing a ladder to, to uh, suicide awareness to depression to all these things. And we talk about the real life things and you were there. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I'm very passionate about making sure that that Monday morning meeting, we're talking about the mental toughness. Yeah. Um, you know, for instance, one of the, one of the leadership skills that I, 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 we teach the guys is, is, uh, if you want to make more money, and then this this goes out to anybody out there. Says, ben, put your phone down. Listen, I'm going to tell you something really good here. Listen, this is good stuff. And, and a mentor told taught this to me. If you want to make more money at your job, don't go ask for more money. Go make yourself more valuable. Go read a book. Go educate yourself. Put in, get there 15 minutes early. Stay 15 minutes late, and never say, "Well, they don't pay me to do this. They don't pay me enough to do this." Say. I want to get paid to do this, so I'm going to do it now. Take that first step. And if people don't recognize that you're doing those things to make yourself more valuable, that's when you need to look at somebody that will. And I tell our people all the time, don't, don't ask me for more money. Right. I, I don't like that. I don't want coin-operated people. But I do want people that want to educate themselves and make themselves better at whatever it is. Making yourself more valuable 
it, it's um, Jim Rohn said, and I don't know if you know, Jim Rohn's a, a motivational guy that I listen to. And he, he always said um, 20 bucks an hour isn't, isn't the max they'll pay. It's just what they pay you because that's what they feel you're worth. Correct. So if you go out and you make yourself worth a little bit more, they're yeah. going to need to pay you more. And that's, and that's part of the gig. Money's not everything, but it sure is close to oxygen. We have to have. Oh, it, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, so this is what we do in this Monday morning meeting. And, and I, I got to tell you, it's, it's our secret sauce. It's, it's not a secret, Ricky, I know what you but, mean. but, but it's yeah. our secret sauce. And the fact that we stumbled across this idea and we grew on it and now we do it. It's a ritual that we do every Tomorrow morning. And you've been doing this, if I remember correctly, from when I was there. Y'all have been doing this for quite some time. Yeah. Last Monday was 418 uh, consecutive Mondays. Mondays. Uh, And it's really changed our culture. I I believe that we understand culture better than anybody in southeast Nebraska, maybe the state. I believe we understand humanity and loving on our people and taking care of our people as good as anybody out there. I believe one of the side effects of that, those meetings, is you have low turnover too? Very low. Yes, we we have. I mean, we have we have people that'll leave, um, but they'll usually come back, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I encourage them. I encourage people to leave if they want to leave and go try something else. I encourage. I I, I just ask for a simple two week notice and and don't burn the bridge. And you're always welcome to come back. We've got people that are on their second and third tour. Uh, right, they'll go right. somewhere else and they'll realize, and, and sometimes it's not because they don't like what they're doing. It's just, they want to try something else. Right. But it is, it is a way for us to keep low turnover and training is extremely expensive. Uh, getting people up to speed efficiencies. And I talk about, I'm a passionate, passionate business guy. Matter of fact, um, Rebecca here at, at the ticket, uh, she is one of the absolute favorite people for me to talk to because she just does business so well. And this place, look around. I mean, this place is growing. There, the the tickets move down here. They got the mill. This is this is amazing. This is I'm so I'm cheering for them so loud. But in in business, it, turnover in people will kill you, and it was killing us uh, early on. And we were just going through people left and right. But once we start getting those people and they get trained in, in, in efficiencies and, and listen, folks, we all buy material for about the same price. We all pay about the same wages. Efficiency is where you really make your bank. And right. it's not even getting that one post in. It's getting all the posts in. Get that job done and get on to the next job. That's the key to to being successful in business. Now, how long actually you say you started in, in 2000 and. 2009, 2009. I burned the boat August 24th, 2.37 p.m. when I when I got let go on a job. Um, I, I kind of got fired, Ricky, but we won't talk about that. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> uh, but, but that's when I burned the boat and I said, I'm all in. Uh, so 2014 is, is really, we started the company in 2009. 2014 is when we pushed on the gas and we said, let's go. And, and I didn't figure out the culture thing until about midway uh, through 2016 and mm-hmm. of that, that we've got to take care of these people. We've got to love on them. And right, we gotta, we right. gotta, the better we take care of them, the, 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 the more success we'll have. Well, apparently you've had quite a bit of success because that company is really special. I mean, I, I was there firsthand and I saw it. But look, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk more to Matt about the company and, and, and about life in general. Don't go anywhere. 
93.7 The Ticket to get you happy on our. We'll be right back. your happy on hour featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons hey we back you know I uh I learned quite a bit in that first segment uh man I just wanted to before we get, get before we get back to that I want to give a big shout out to Brett and Rebecca for tuning in and Kim Kelly we really appreciate that nice comment to my guest I mean that's very nice of you to say that on the air I mean that means a lot to me and I appreciate all your support you know, Matt, I also I want to say this, man. You know, you have a passion for what you do. And I think that's a commonality that we both share. When you when you love what you do, it's really not like working. You just right. you get a chance to do what you do. Now, I I was thinking about during the break, we, we was kind of talking. I, I want you to share before we get into anything else. You work with other companies. Yeah, we work we help a lot of other companies. So it, I really don't look as at our competition as my enemy. Right, um, right. You know, my my philosophy is is the the high tides will raise all ships. So now we we've actually done training here in Waverly, and we've invited the local fence companies out to our shop. Uh, I I help um, several fence companies all over the United States. Uh, I, we get phone calls all the time, and I I try to call people back and and see what we can do to help them. And usually it's not the, the X's and O's of the, the fit of installing the fence or installing a netting system. Cause netting is really what we're known for all over the country. We, we do a lot of netting for major league baseball. Oh, okay. That, in Puerto Rico, that's what we did with Carlos Beltran uh, had us come over there and major league baseball was doing some funding with that. So we went over there and we, we'd put up the nets and the outfield fence and the padding, um, which we sell through a couple of our other arms of our, our, our other companies that, that we have out there by Waverly. But I love helping those guys out. And, and I tell people all the time, if we can all do it a little bit better, then we're going to, we're going to, we're going to raise all the ships up together. And that's, that's what we're all about. Also, I, I go around and I do these culture talks. As a matter of fact, uh, the East Lincoln business association invited me out for a luncheon. It was great. I went out there, got to meet, uh, I think it was about 35, 40 new people and we did a Monday morning meeting experience, and, oh. and I just I, I love it. I, I love to be able to get on there. Um, uh, Theron, uh, which has uh, Avid Realty, he he invited me out, and he just said, "Come and and try to inspire." Which in leadership, that's what we're supposed to do, right? Correct. You and I were talking earlier about uh, leadership. The definition of leadership is you have to have people willing to follow you. Correct. And that's actually the easy part. Yeah, most people can get somebody to follow them somewhere. But the next step is to inspire them to do better or to do better by themselves or to impact other people. And that's how it can be contagious, right? Yeah, well, you know, I was just thinking, man, when you said uh, about that, that Monday morning deal. Yes. I mean, that is a, you know, when you think about it, that's a excellent way to start your week. Because 
first of all, it gives everybody in the company value. It, it, it does. It, it, and it gets everybody just a little bit excited. Yeah. I mean, weren't you just a little bit <laughs> oh, ready yeah, to, I to mean, go? Weren't you ready to go build some fence, Ricky? <laughs> and I don't have the clue on how to do that, but I thought I could after <laughs> listening to that meeting. So so that's something, too. Is I, I, I really, and, and I'm going to encourage all founders out there, business owners, no, no matter what level you're at, whether you're at the, 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 the top of your industry, or if you're just getting started, you have to get the sense of energy. And I, woo, kind of come in there. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Right, and, you know, right, and right. You can you can feel it. Now I I get these guys and and listen, life's tough. Life's really really tough. And 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 whether it's you've been up all night with a crying baby, or 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 you're fighting an addiction, or you're fighting. Yeah. Um, financially you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're trying to uh, figure out how to pay the bills or, or your hot water heater just quit. And, uh, and you know, things come in three. So I had, I had a friend of mine say that I'm a hot water heater quit. The furnace went out and, and, and uh, something else happened. I was like, Oh, I think they come in threes, you know, right, that's kind right. of a joke, but, but to battle that, I want our guys to know when you come in there Monday, we're going to get excited. We're going to do everything we can to help you. And we're going to do, everything we can to inspire you to be a positive energy out there, not negative. We're not going to, we're not going to deal with that, that little, that little voice in the back of your head. And matter of fact, if any of my guys are listening right now, I guarantee you they're all saying, Oh, Matt always talks about that little, yeah, that little voice that's saying, you know what? They don't really care about me. They don't really want me to do this. They don't, they don't care about this. They're, they're just money hungry. They're, that that's how they think of me. That's that that negative voice in the back of your head, and you got to squash that sucker. You and know, you got to say we're not gonna, we're not going to tolerate that crap. It's, it's, it's kind of funny you say that because we was talking about that during the break too. Negativity. If you don't feed it, it can't grow. Right. And once you you buy into that concept, then it's a lot easier to overlook negativity because that adversity is coming. I mean, it, it's just a part of the deal. This thing called life it, it's going to bring adversity. We how we deal with adversity plays a major role in how we live. And sometimes I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's not easy, but you have to get through it because there's not an option. There's not a plan B. Yeah. Marcus Aurelius, a great Roman emperor uh, said, the path to success is through your obstacles. And he said it way more delicate than, than I just did. But uh, in a sense, that, that's what he said, and, and and meaning that in order to get where you want to go, you have to have those hard times, those tough times to to mold you and make you and, and to educate you on what you have to do. And it's hard to understand when you're in it uh, because it hurts. Oh, absolutely. And, and the pain hurts. And, right. And and I've I've I have I'm an overthinker. Ricky, I, I analyze, I'm, I'm up all hours at night thinking about stuff. Um, it's a curse and a blessing, but I, I have processed, um, my childhood. I've processed things that have gone wrong. I've processed the, the bankruptcy I've processed. I, I, and I just, and it goes in and it gets stuck in your head, but what you've got to look at is you got to say, Hey, that's in that little tiny rear view mirror. Right. We have this huge windshield right in front of us. Right. Let's be looking forward and where we're going and let's keep that. Don't forget about it. Oh no. But let's learn from it and let's keep moving forward. I agree with that 100% because if you if you study focusing on that rearview mirror, you pretty much is uh, it's like you're, you you have no opportunity to see what's in front of you. 
Right. And along the way, you're going to have people that come in your life that help you with, with, oh, with those hurdles. Yours, you very fortunate. You had uh, one of the greatest Nebraskans ever, Tom Osborne, to help you. Yes. Uh, you know, and I've, I had my grandfather and my grandmother in my life to help me. Uh, my grandmother just passed. Matter of fact, right. we, we talked I, about that a little bit at that Monday yeah. morning meeting. Did you feel that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I did it again, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I have this this little thing that comes over me whenever I mention her name, man, but or when I talk about her. Um, but those are the people that have helped mold me into who I am. And I'm a hot mess, Ricky. I I, I still have a temper. I still who I am. I um I I I blow up from time to time. But I will tell you that. As I mature and I get older and I think about life, the calmness does come on easier and I try to move forward. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be a wussy or, oh, no. or give in to anything. And sometimes, you know, and I want to make that point really clear to people that are listening, you know, being humble mm-hmm. and dealing with adversity in a, in a positive way doesn't mean you're weak. You know, it, right. it, it's actually the opposite. I mean, because... I've dealt with things the wrong way <laughs> and I, I saw what the consequences for dealing with things the wrong way. So I don't look at being humble and, and, and trying to stay away from negativity. I don't look at that as I'm weak or I'm afraid. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it as it's, it's the smart, safe way to live my life because I don't know about anybody else that's been through some trials and tribulations, but I mean, I'm allergic to consequences I don't. <laughs> I don't really like. I don't really like dealing with consequences, especially when they're negative, man. Right. I just so I, it's easier for me to to reshape how I think and how I approach a daily life. Right. You know, I just think that's important, and I just that, that's why I was so impressed with the Monday morning meeting. It, well, and I'll tell you, I, hopefully, if, if and I'll just a shout out if anybody out there needs help with culture or needs help understanding you know reach reach out to our our company uh, empire uh, out in waverly and and i'm happy to 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 talk about it or or to help anybody out that that's where i want to go next in in life you know our company has had some success so my my time is starting to free up just a little bit where where i get to do some other things that i really enjoy and, and going out there when theron asked me if i'd go out there and speak to that group I jumped all over. I was so excited because any chance that we can go and try to inspire other people, that's that's what the good Lord put us on this earth for. You know, just thinking about something we was talking about earlier too, you, you're going somewhere to have lunch. So I, I'm, here's another a little little tidbit of okay. how, how, I, how I perceive our business has grown, how I look at our business and why we've had the growth that we have. I am not afraid to ask anybody, how did you do that? And can I buy you lunch to learn more? And and I've I've just I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to pick up that phone and say, "Tell me more." Um, you know, there's there's a businessman here in, in Lincoln that that I don't even know. His name's Kevin. He's out there at, at Vermeer, and I I want to go to have lunch with him. So next uh, in two weeks, I'm going to go have lunch with him. But next week, Ricky, I'm going down to meet with one of the largest steel suppliers in the nation because we called him up. I called up a friend of mine, Ken Jones, and I said, Ken, yeah. what do I have to do to have lunch with you and this guy? And we're gonna do, so we're going to go down to Texas and we're going to go have lunch. We're going to talk about buying steel and I'm going to learn more about um, buying power and what does it take and, and how do you do it and how do we buy more pipe? And because that, that's a big part of our business. But I wasn't afraid to say, let's, let's try to make this happen. Let's, let's if figure I, out a way to do it. If I remember correctly, the guy was pretty shocked that you just wanted to have lunch. So this, the whole thing of, 
I'm telling you, opportunities are out there. My advice, which probably doesn't mean anything. I'm just a a farm kid in in Waverly, Nebraska with a a fence company. So my advice probably doesn't mean much to a lot of people. But when an opportunity arises, you got to pounce on it. And people will actually chuckle and laugh like, "You want to, you want to buy me lunch? I should, I should buy you lunch." Or, "Don't you want to? Uh, don't you want something for this?" And it's like, "No, I just want to pick your brain. I want to understand what you're doing." And and it, you know, whether it's the Kevin here in Lincoln, Nebraska, or or if it's uh, Charles Jewett in Houston, Texas, all those are opportunities. We need to learn how to say yes more and no less. And, and pounce on those opportunities. And, and some of them aren't going to work out. Some of them are going to fail. You know what? You asked me, what did I say? I, I instantly. Yeah. yeah. You want me to come on the show? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, let's figure out a way to do it. I, now, I don't know if I could commit to doing this every single <laughs> Sunday night, nor your listeners probably don't want to listen to me every well, single Well, you know, I, I, I do know one person that wants you, and that's Rebecca. She does. She, she made will, that really clear. I, I need to get something with her. I want to tell you, she is such an intelligent human and so much fun to talk to. But it's the same thing. When she said, hey, can I come out to your office and we're going to talk a little bit, her and I were going to talk for like 20 or 30 minutes. I think we, we ended up talking for like an hour and a half of business. And, and business is my is what I enjoy, but culture is my passion. Gotcha. Uh, if that makes any sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And I was go- that was really my next question. What is your passion? My, my passion is the culture part of it. I've seen what it's like when people are treated wrong. And that doesn't mean that we always get it right. Ricky, right. we, we've made mistakes. We've screwed up on people. I've, I've pushed people so hard to be something that they didn't want to be within our company that they ended up quitting. And, couple of them I brought back um, and, and was able to say, okay, Matt, you got you to gotta let them be who they are. Right. I, I can't make them into what I want them to be. Right. We got to make them what they are. So culture is w- what I'm really passionate about. And, and I will tell you, taking a little bit of a textbook out of the Tom Osborne era of the, of the Unity Council, we kind of have a little bit of that going on in our company right now where, where the guys are holding each other accountable and, and they're, they, they want to work at a certain pace. And if you're not going to keep up with that pace, they're going to wean you off a little bit and say, Hey, we don't want that guy with us. And then you get that, that, that fear of missing out. And then now we are starting to get those other guys that want to come up and compete with that, with that position or try to get into a foreman type position, but it's good stuff. I I think that's important because accountability is just huge period. And then I'm sure it's, it's a big part of your business, but it also becomes a big part of your life outside of the business. Absolutely. We're going to take one more break on 93.7 The Tickets to Get You Happy on Hour. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. your happy on hour featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons and we're back big shout out to Brett 
My little brother down there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. I appreciate the comment. means a lot to me. And I noticed that I got a couple of former Husker brothers that are listening in. My big brother, Odious Lee, and my little brother, Pernell Gaston, man. I appreciate you guys. Man, don't eat up all the gumbo, man. I mean, I know I know Pernell, man. You probably going to already eat up everything, but that's okay, man. You, you guys are my brothers, so get your eat on. But thank you guys, man, for listening to the show. I appreciate it. You know, uh, I got to thank you, Matt, because mm-hmm. being a company owner, and I know you're humble because that's just who you are, but I also know you're passionate. And that means a lot, too, because your company is very successful. We won't get into how successful, but it's very successful. You might not want to admit that on air, but I will. <laughs> and I just want you to know that I'm proud of you because I know to go from bankruptcy to where you are now is very, very big. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. We, we, I, I will be straight up. If it wasn't for Jamie and Scott and Sarah and, and the whole gang is just, uh, they took a chance on me early on and, and I could not do it without them. They, they, they our, our company really is about the people. Um, they all know, uh, by the way, I'm not the most humble guy, Ricky. This is something I'm working on. And, well, you're doing a good job, <laughs> young man. Uh, I I I have decided that I it it is better to be humble and confident, correct, than arrogant and some other key words that yeah. would, I would normally I already know where okay, you're okay. Yeah, I got right, you. but so so I'm working really hard on on myself and I'm I'm trying to be the best version of 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 Matt Warner that I can be. But with that being said, I'm telling you, there is no way we are where we're at without the people that, that I've surrounded myself with. And and they love on me. They, they, they protect me. They take care of me. They, um, they, they travel on our behalf. They, it's amazing what we have out there, out there in our little town of Waverly. And we love our little community of Waverly. It's not little anymore, but we love it. And we love our community in Lincoln. It's Lincoln's a big part of, of what we do. But I want to tell you, thank you. You came out and talked to our guys and you had, uh, there's 94 of our, of our people sitting there listening to you. And, and they all were locked in and you did an amazing job and there's huge shout out for you and, and for your ability to get out in front of a, a group of Motley crew like us. They are <laughs> Motley crew. They're, they're a wild group, wild group and I love them. Um, but, but you, you did an, an amazing, amazing job with that. And then, and then we sat around, we ate, we ate together. And oh, I, absolutely. I, I believe that breaking bread is an important thing. You know, uh, JC did that with his men, um, quite often. And so I'm, I'm a big believer that, that feeding our guys and eating together is a big deal. Well, I want to say thank you for that. I mean, I appreciate it. I, I, I guess my big thing is this, man. You know, I really, really do like to see people be happy. You know, that's that's kind of my thing that floats <laughs> my boat. Uh, it's real, really, it's well documented that uh, my my vision of getting you happy on is I I put on music from era that most people listening probably don't even remember. But it's old music, and I try and dance. I love to try to dance. I've been doing the same dance over and over for decades. But in my mind, it's new every time I do it, and it makes me smile on the inside. That's how I get my happy on. I guess my question to you is a question I ask 
ask every guest that I have is when you get through doing all these things that you do and, and loving on all these people in your company and, and outside of your company, when you get a little time to yourself, how does Matt Warner get his happy on? You know, that's <clears> – <throat> so I've been so um, buried into this company for a long time that – that I, I lost a couple of my hobbies. And one of them was, was uh, I used to pheasant hunt a lot. I used to deer hunt a lot. Uh, I love being out in the nature. I love sunrises. I love to see a sunset. Um, matter of fact, if you go to our website, there's there's a video on there where I took all of our guys and we watched the sun come up together. Share with uh, us what your website is. Uh, um, Empire-fence.com. Okay. That's, uh, Empire, that's the dash in the middle, not the underscore, fence.com. So, uh, there's a video on there of, of us with the guys. And then we fed all of our guys breakfast one morning. Uh, and that was a celebration that we were doing because we just came off of a, a three week grind, uh, where, where we didn't have such good Monday morning meetings. We were, we were doing some accountability, uh, actions and, uh, but, but we were celebrating where we were at, at that point. Uh, so, so one thing that I've started doing here just recently, Thanksgiving was my first time ever doing it was duck hunting. Okay. And here, here's what I'm learning about duck hunting. Duck hunting is not about going out and shooting the ducks. It's about going to the blind with some fellow guys and just talking shop and eating breakfast. You know, they cook breakfast down in this hole in the ground. It's the <laughs> weirdest thing, thing I've ever seen in my life. But I feel this sense of connection with the guys down there when we're doing it. You know, and and uh, Ozzy, um, uh, one of our one of our um, I'm just going to call him. He's like a son to me, and, and my son Benjamin and. And some of the guys around there, Waverly, we just go sit in this duck blind. And we might not see anything. And we might we might get a couple ducks, and, and that's cool, too. But that that's my new sense of happy. It, I just felt good being out there. I feel that sun is breaking off that crest of that coming up. And that, that all-magnificent orange and all those colors and watching that come alive and hearing the birds moving and seeing the the frost on the ground it's to me it's it's just awe and uh, it just makes me feel warm inside so that's my happy well, if that's how you get your happy on that's what's happening <laughs> i'm all good with that i personally I, you know like i say i have to stick with dancing because hunting is not something i've ever done but <laughs> well, i've been asked because i'm from texas ricky do you hunt and i say yeah at a uh, high v <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> it's good. Well, you know what? Uh, every, everybody has their thing. You know what? You're right. Talking about being happy. And 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 it is difficult in today's world to be happy. But I'm going to tell you, uh, folks, it's all about what you want to make it. And if, if you right. if you constantly wake up every day and think this today's going to suck, it's probably going to suck. Absolutely. But if you wake up today, tomorrow morning, and you say, you know what? I want to make this the greatest Monday that I've had yet this year. Now's the time to start that. I think that's the perfect way to, to wrap the show up, too, man. So thank you very much again for being here. I want to wrap this show up the same way I do every week. You know, every day that you bless to see, it truly is another day in paradise. And no matter what, you got to get your happy, yo! Thank y'all for listening to the show tonight. I'll see you again next Sunday. Stay positive.